and welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for taking some time on this Tuesday afternoon to listen to what I have to say. We only have a few things for our housekeeping. First, uh, we are open for all our normally scheduled sessions on Monday, Martin Luther King Day. So we are not closed. We don't close again, actually, until Memorial Day weekend. And second, we have two programs coming up starting January 27th. The first is our Fit and 42. Uh, if you're not familiar with Fit and 42, Fit and 42 is a full immersible program. When you haven't been able to make change and you've tried to make change multiple times over your life, Fit and 42 is the way to go. It will not only address your eating habits, your exercise habits, your sleep habits, your hydration. <laughs> we'll talk about <clears throat> everything along those lines, along with restoration, um, everything under the sun to really transform your life. It's not just about fat loss. It's about transforming your life. So that's our Fit in 42 program. Uh, very successful, run uh, all across the country, and we're starting it on January 27th. We're also running a 30-day short-term program, Midwinter Meltdown. That program is for someone that might not need to have their full life transformed, but they just need to get rid of those extra few pounds they gained over the holidays or some weight that they've been trying to get rid of um, and they just haven't been able to do it. That is what Midwinter Meltdown is all about. So uh, give us a call. 860-673-4293. Message us on Facebook. Uh, stop by, whatever works for you. If you want some more information, I'll let us know and be happy to help you with that. So today, <clears throat> what I wanted to talk to you about was how um, calorie restriction and intermittent fasting, but fasting uh, affects your longevity in a positive way. So eating less has been shown for centuries. And as well in labs, be extremely effective in expanding lifespan in things like yeast cells, worms, mice, humans. So to think that it's not going to work in humans um, would be a far stretch. Um, you know, for it not to work in humans and work in all these other uh, animals uh, would be like humans are a real big exception. And that's not very likely that humans are exceptionally at the biological level. So we're gonna extrapolate from those studies that uh, caloric restriction and intermittent fasting in particular um, can help us live longer. So just come right off the bat here, we're talking about living longer, we're not talking about fat loss, we're not talking about transforming your body, we're talking about living longer. And for this fact, nobody knows what the perfect diet is to do this. What you eat is very important, and we've talked about that before, we'll probably talk it again in the future, but today we're gonna to talk about when you eat and how much you eat. That is just as important as what you eat. And I typically go against the old adage, no pain, no gain, that was around for years and years and years, and in our coaching, we do not believe in no pain and no gain, but there are times when stressing your body is good for longevity. And I'm referring to feeling hungry, feeling uncomfortable, hearing your stomach grumble a little bit. That's the kind of pain that we're talking about here. 
Hunger, eating less, or calorie restriction is one of the best lifestyle choices to maximize lifestyle. Being hungry is a good thing. We're taught to really never be hungry. We're taught to eat three square meals a day, and that should be what we should be having, and uh, we should have snacks in between those meals. Well, that doesn't agree with the last 20 years of research on aging. And right now, intermittent fasting is a very training. It's a training thing to do for fat loss. And it is something that you can do effectively. Um, I recently spoke about intermittent fasting on a podcast, but it was our podcast number 69. So I'm going to give you here a little quick review of what it is in case you're not familiar with the term. So intermittent fasting is when you, for a period of time, you don't eat. It's that simple. You just don't eat. And uh, with intermittent fasting, we're breaking up fasting periods with your eating periods. So you're going to fast, you're going to eat, you're going to fast, you're going to eat. And, you know, this is why breakfast is called breakfast because they're referring to breaking the fast. You're actually fasting when we're sleeping at night. So we have dinner and we don't eat again for maybe another 12 hours. So that would be a 12-hour fast. So that might fall under a fasting category of 12 hours of fasting, 12 hours of eating, something like that. Uh, some of the other things, protocols that are out there for fasting is you can fast for a full day or maybe fast for two days or fast for every Monday. <clears throat> some fast that are a little bit easier to do than a full day's fast is if you were to fast for 16 hours, for example, you skip breakfast, and a mid-morning snack, and then you eat. Um, or you fast for 18 hours. That means you're going to skip breakfast, mid-morning snack, and eat a little bit later lunch. Those are different protocols. So there's all different protocols. There's no research right now that I'm aware of that is the best fasting protocol for longevity. So remember, when we're fasting, we don't want you to have hypoglycemia. We don't want you to get low blood sugar because you get all dizzy and you fall over. And you know, quite honestly, that's not good for anybody, especially elderly. So that's not going to help. And of course, if you're going to fast, you want to check with your physician first. We want to make sure that it's okay. We want to make sure you're in good health. But if you are in good health, I really couldn't recommend anything better for long-term health than being hungry a little bit during the day. It's uncomfortable. But we need to get uncomfortable sometimes to make change, and we need to get uncomfortable for longevity. You'll get used to it. You know, I'm pretty weak when it comes to being hungry. I don't like to be hungry. I hate being hungry, just like anybody else. I enjoy my life, but I do feel better when I'm not always satisfied. I've noticed that, and I've started a little fasting protocol myself recently, and I have noticed a difference in how I feel. So how does fasting actually affect longevity? What happens is when we fast, we can activate our survival circuits. So where are our survival circuits? When the body gets stressed, it activates systems that protect the body. In this case of fasting, it's a system that has been in our cells for a long, long time. It's in all the cells on the planet. This system is in every cell in the planet, including our bodies. For example, when we are taught to eat a wide variety of very colorful vegetables, right? Those vegetables are more nutritious because they went through some type of stress. 
when they get stressed, whether it's from excessive heat, or cold, or lack of water, the plant actually gets stronger, and that produces those bright, vibrant colors. That survival circuit serves to keep us alive for longer, healthier for longer. And the same thing happened in those plants. So for example, when we are exercising, if you run out of breath on a treadmill, that's a good thing. If you're hungry, if you skip breakfast, and you have a late lunch, that is also a good thing. It makes you hungry, it turns on the survival circuits. What happens is that will raise NAD levels. So NAD is a chemical in your body that will go up in your sirtuins, and these protective enzymes are the main players in the survival circuit when they get activated. They need to get activated. So let's review what a sirtuin is. Sirtuin is, pardon me, because I've talked about sirtuins before. Sirtuins are a family of proteins that regulate cellular health. Scientists believe they control the body, the body's natural defenses against disease and aging itself. So sirtuins play a key role in regulating cellular homeostasis. Homeostasis involves keeping the cells in balance. However, sirtuins can only function in the presence of NAD+, a coenzyme found in all living cells. So let's think of the sirtuins as like the Pentagon. They sense when they're exercising, or they sense when they're hunger, and they send out the troops to defend us. Another way, another way to think of it is, is your body cells are like an office, okay? There's a, in the office, there are many people working on various tasks for, with an ultimate goal. Stay profitable and fulfill the mission of the company in an efficient manner for as long as possible. So in the cells... There are many pieces working in various tasks with the same ultimate goal, too, to stay healthy and function effectively for as long as possible. Just as priorities in the company change due to various internal and external factors, so do the priorities of cells. Someone has to run the office, regulate what gets done, and when it gets done, and who needs to do it, and when to switch course. In the office, that would be your CEO. In the body, at the cellular level, that's your sirtuins. So when there's something internal, external that changes, the sirtuins are sent out to take care of it. So the sirtuins are a family of seven proteins that play a role in cellular health. Again, sirtuins can only function in the presence of NAD+, a coenzyme found in all living cells. NAD is vital to cellular metabolism and hundreds of other biological processes. If Sutoons are the company's CEO, then NAD is the money that pays a salary of the CEO and the employees. All while keeping the lights on in the office space, rent paid. A company and the body can't function without it. A company can't function without money. Sutoons can't function without NAD. But NAD levels decline as we age, limiting the function of sirtuins with all age as well. Like all things in the human body, it's not that simple. Just keep in mind that sirtuins manage everything that happens in your cells.
they say whatever kills you, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Or whatever doesn't kill you makes you live longer. So what do I do? Because I want to boost my longevity as, as, easy, as well as I can, for as long as I can. I have found, and I prefer to do right now, the 16-8 protocol in intermittent fasting. So every Tuesday and Thursday, I fast. So I go from Monday night all the way until lunchtime on Tuesday. I don't eat. And then I'll eat my lunch and go forward from there. So thus I'll have a space of time where I am hungry. And I'll have a reduction in calories because I won't eat as much that day. And I do the same thing again on Wednesday night. So Wednesday into Thursday, I don't eat breakfast. I don't eat my snack. Then I eat lunch. I have found that's too difficult for me not to eat for a full day. It's just way too long. I kind of tried it. It didn't work well for me. I got lightheaded. So I'm right now following a 16-8 protocol. Eat for six, don't eat for 16 hours and then eat for eight. Again, we don't know what the perfect protocol is, but I'm going to try and do that every Tuesday and Thursday for right now. <coughs> Excuse me. I haven't tried to stretch it to an 18-4, pardon me, a 24 protocol where I don't eat breakfast or a mid-morning snack and I push my lunch a little bit later. I just haven't done that yet. It doesn't work well into my schedule. I'm not quite sure I can go that long being hungry, but I will try it one day once I get used to this 16 slash 8 protocol. And I have found that I'm feeling better because of it. And we know that it's important to have some kind of caloric restriction for longevity. So that's where I'm at. So there you have it for today. Think about some type of intermittent fasting or caloric restriction so that you can increase your NAD turning on the sirtuins to go out there and help our bodies live a little bit longer. If you have any questions on this, certainly give me a call, stop by, Facebook message me. I'd be more than happy to go over it with you and give you some type of strategy that you might want to be able to follow to help your chances for longevity. Um, that's what I have for you today. Uh, you can look for more information from us. More information on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better next Tuesday at 3.30. I appreciate it. Thanks for watching. Have a great night.